Let's talk GameStop. We're about two, three, a year removed from the pandemic. I'm not really sure when it ended, if at all. But one of the coolest stories about that, if you remember, was the rise of a couple of meme stocks, with GameStop being one of them. Eat the Rich, a GameStop saga, or the GameStop saga, goes to that in painstaking detail. It's essentially a three-part documentary on Netflix, but it really could be one long movie. I'm not sure why it's broken up. Maybe because you consume TV content a lot more. What up? It's Flobo Boys. This is Flobo Saw on Netflix, the show where we go deep into the Netflix archive to talk about original series, documentaries, and more. Thank you so much all over the African continent. The last couple episodes charted pretty high over in Angola and Uganda. Thank you so much. Now, I was on a flight from... Seattle to LA. It's about two hours. And I decided to fire up this little docu-series. Like I said, it's in three parts, about an hour, 40 minutes, and 30 minutes. It's kind of an awkward length. About the GameStop saga. If you don't remember this, if you're not into the whole stock thing, if you were living under a rock in 2020, which to be completely understood, it was a story about a stock that was going to be shorted, which means a lot of Rich investors thought it was going to not do well. Uh, and so once the little guy heard that, a lot of retail investors heard that, they decided to buy into the stock to pump up the value. Maybe pump is the wrong word because that has legal ramification to raise the value of the stock, leaving those who thought the stock was going to go down out in the lurch. It was kind of one of the few instances where the little guy got one over the big guy. The little guy being retail investors, mom and pop investors like you and me, in theory, versus these giant hedge funds. Some people lost billions. Some people actually made money. It was kind of a folk hero story. What I like about this documentary, uh, dec uh, directed by Kermit Murrow-Key, is that on the surface, a very classic tale of Davis versus Goliath, but under the surface, we learn there's many different flavors of David and many different flavors of Goliath. But let's get into the rating. 7.1 out of 10 from IMDb. It tends to be the more conservative one, whereas Ron Tomatoes has it about 88%, almost perfect, uh, for their score of this one. It is has all the elements of a pop documentary. Now, by pop documentary, I like to consider that a little bit different. You know, ones with a lot more music and effects and flashbang graphics and charts and graphs and a soundtrack and a pithy host compared to the more static, more long form, more classic documentaries when you'll see on PBS or NPR or something like that. In fact, I like pop documentaries. Uh, they've kind of been the norm uh, for me. One of my favorite pop documentaries, this film is not yet rated, which was released about 15 years ago, that introduced elements outside of the subject, which is about the movie rating system. They're talking about like characters and private eyes and all that. This happens too. GameStop is a stock. They had some investment fund uh, experts. They definitely took the effort to go with some of the retail investors who put money into the stock. It was some uh, people having a family, some aspiring rappers to the point you thought it was a sketch. It really was a kooky, quirky, fast-paced, whiz-bang showcase about how stocks can really uh, affect the lives, good or bad. You know, a lot of us, we get kind of shy about the stock market. Some of us don't even try. We say it's legalized gambling. Those put in some money and have lost it. I've never seen uh, that sort of scale in my lifetime. And it was in the midst of the pandemic. I was at home when GameStop itself was like a thing you saw a friend told a friend told a friend on Instagram to go check out. 
I bought in some money. I put in a couple hundred bucks. I think I made like a couple dozen dollars when it was all said and done. But to see people make thousands, if not millions, was pretty awesome. And going into how something like that catches wildfire is something you'll enjoy. Maybe you may not have the money in the stock market. Maybe you already do. Maybe you pay a guy or gal to manage your money. Here's something I think you'll appreciate. Eat the Rich, the GameStop saga is available now wherever you uh, check out your Netflix platform, tablets, mobile, all that jazz. Uh, like I said, 88% from Rotten Tomatoes, 7.1 out of 10 from IMDb. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10 myself. I think I was very enjoyed it. It was very quick. It was kind of airy. I guess the three parts did help me to break it up, even though I watched it on a plane. I couldn't go anywhere. I was a captive audience. It gave me a nice time for a bit a reprieve and respite. Let me know what you think. I'll be back soon with another edition of Flovel Sawed on Netflix.